0: Hello and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello and welcome to Tech Champagne. My name is Alisa Wilcox and I am so excited to have Samantha Behrman here today. She is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and I'm really excited to chat with her today and dig into the many facets of her business to hear about how they came to be, and also hear about the one thing that she wants to share with you here at the end of our combo. Hi, Samantha. Welcome. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. I'm so excited to chat. I love seeing your your sunshiny, happy face all over the interwebs. I am definitely there a lot in many ways. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited to dig in today. So you and I met, um, it's been a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. it has. Although COVID time kind of erased all year, I think, for everybody.
1: That's <laughs> true. Yeah. I think we're going on to, or maybe entering our third year of knowing each
0: other. How exciting, how exciting. And I loved you and I worked together for, uh, three months, four Yes, months, three months. Um I'm building your business and I think it was probably during the time when you were just dipping your toe mate well no that's not true you'd actually had comedy shows prior to that but you were really getting into the coaching space. Yeah. So I would love to hear how that transition was for you from going from the 9 to 5 corporate world into the entrepreneur space.
1: Well honestly on our last coaching session Um, we had it I took my lunch break and we had our coaching session and by 4 30 that afternoon I'd been furloughed from my uh eight to five job so my transition was rather quickly Uh, (laughs) however I really do believe in divine timing and that the universe is rigged in my favor and Mm -hmm. I feel like that was I mean what better timing is there than the last of your business coaching session for to launch your business. <laughs> and the universe is like, you can do this. You don't, you know, you don't need all this. Uh, was it out of the blue for me? Yes, I was definitely <laughs> shocked, but I do remember um, I texted you because mm-hmm. uh, I we were so excited after the end, just very, you know, it's gonna be great, these and that. Um, also in my mind of, oh, I still have this really safe, secure job to kind of always have. And then, you know, within two hours later, that was that was gone. And I remember I texted you and I said, well, I just got furloughed from work. Um, I guess it's really time to go all in whenever I've been holding back or I haven't had time for, there's literally no excuse anymore. And you were so positive, you're like, woohoo, go get it. Like it is time. Um, so from that point, I really was working on, okay, how do I make the same, if not more of what I was making previously? Because I had a really stable, solid income job. Um, and it, it <laughs> this is, sounds like, oh, it was so simple, but it took about two weeks of really thinking. and um, And I looked around what I thought the entertainment sphere needed, and um, a segment of the world that I knew about, which I used to work in student affairs, and I was a student affairs programmer when I was in college, so I had about six or seven years of student affairs entertainment experience, and I knew their budget. That was the most important thing. I knew that they had money to spend, and COVID was quickly approaching upon us, and I knew that these sectors needed to spend their budget that year, so that they could hold on to that budget for the next year, because I knew universities were going to start trying to cut budgets. And with that information, and with what I wanted to do, I went all in on comedians in your kitchen and realized there was no kind of hybrid of a comedy cooking show. And within a month of launching, I was booked up Three months out. And I just kept thinking, no way. <laughs> like, is this really my life? I just, <laughs> and um that really helped push me also to go deeper into one-on-one comedy coaching, to apply the same tools that I'd learned from you, but put it more into where my heart was at, mm-hmm. where my passion laid. And when it came to producing events, there's so many comics who have the idea, but are don't know where to start. And uh, I will say that's the neurodivergent in me. I figure out the details later. And I, if you ask me if I can do it, my answer is yes, because you believe I can do it. Yeah, Otherwise yeah. you wouldn't ask me. Uh, so yeah, of course yeah. I can do it. I'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, and I think yeah. that's also the entertain entertainer and, and planner in me, like the event planning background that I credit so much to my experience in college. I always said I, I love looking around an event and having everyone believe that this just happened overnight or that it was so smooth because I knew about all the little fires that had to be put out or all the little things. Now, what I love there to be an event where those don't happen, of course, but any event planner, anyone who's done any event, that's just not the case. There's always yeah. something that, that goes a little off, despite even the best planning. But I love looking out and no one but me and my team knows that that happened. That, to me, is a sign of a strong event. Um, so the transition was quick, and it was scary, but it was also, I was really excited, and I believed in what I was doing. I believed in what I was putting out into the world, and I believed in the market and the audience. I was, i would never been clearer on who my audience was, and I always hated that question, like define your audience. You know, what do they eat for lunch? I have no idea. I still don't know what my audience is inherently eats for lunch. I know where they eat their lunch, they eat it at their desk because they're overworked. So I know those kind of things, but what toothpaste do they use? I I don't know. I would argue some of those questions, I don't know how important that particularly, I don't need to know them that intimately, but I knew where they worked, I knew what they needed and I knew that I could solve their problem. Like these were the questions I had answered quickly, easily, in a sentence I could answer the problem, my answer, my solution, my price points, and who I was talking to. And that's, that's
0: it. I mean, what else, done? What else do we need to ask? <laughs> done and done. I have a, actually I have a question here. Um, if you had not been furloughed, yeah, do you think your transition would have been um, slower? Would you have kept yes. that job as kind of a security blanket yes. and thought, you know, I'm gonna dig into this yes. when I have time, when I'm brave, la la la. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
1: yeah. I do. I, I really think it would have been slower because I had to, I had to, I had to go all in. I I had, it's not that there wasn't room for failure. I just thought the worst thing that I thought could happen to me, happened to me. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the worst thing. And the sun came up. None of my friends pointed their finger and went, Ooh. Ooh, you're bad you know my family didn't tell me I was a bad person all my bills kept getting paid and kept coming yep uh no I I don't I've thought about that and I think it's a uh it's a fear of quitting I don't know if I would have been able to to walk away awesome. so I'm glad that I the universe said we got you we're gonna take care of this you're not gonna do this we got you would you say it was a blessing now yes I would <laughs> yes i would um and i i loved that line of work that i was in i felt very blessed i've only ever had one uh job where i hated it every day but (laughs) this was not it and now i i I,
0: it's very hard to think about going back to anything other than this i love it so let's talk about the different facets of your business so comedy shows is one of them. I know you have one tonight. It's going to be phenomenal. I've been to your, I've been to one of your shows and you run a tight ship sister. I I was, wow. I I saw you in full action and what a fun time. And just like you said, what, if there was something that happened behind the scenes and we didn't know about it. Great. Good. Then it was perfect. Then it was perfect. Um, So in addition to that, you also teach comedy writing. So I want to talk about that for a moment here. Yeah,
1: I teach comedy writing, and I started to work specifically with other comedians who wanted to elevate their writing. And what that means in the comedy world, as far as I see it from my point of view, is defining your point of view and defining your voice. What story do you want to tell? I, uh, when I work with comedians, I, I say, you know, we are allowed to paint whatever picture we want on stage. We can suspend reality. You know, if you are, I, I had a, a gentleman I was working with who is um, a black comedian and he had this bit where he was acting out as though he were these three different kind of uh, white women he would created in his mind and he gave them names. And we really worked on how do they stand? How do they address each other? what did, What do you do with your hair? And I said, what you can do as a comedian, yes, you're a black man and I see you as a black man, but when you step into these characters that you are creating, you're breaking down what I'm looking at because all of a sudden now you've got this voice, these mannerisms. And I'm just like, what am I looking at here? Like what's happening? And then he would step back into himself as, as himself, the the comedian and deliver the punchline. And I said, that's what we're going to work on. You don't have to change what you look like. It's the delivery. And, um, so I, I loved working with comedians and the longer I work with them, it's like proud little mama hen. I could just see the, the development. Um, they would, The, when you work with me, comedians are able to send me their clips uh, from shows. I do a really thorough critique job. Uh, We work on their writing together, uh, their transitions, timing, we practice kind of, I get to be like the worst audience member, every worst audience member you can think of. So they can practice like, how do you handle that? What are ways to deal with those kind of things? Um, But I've also recently branched out uh, into comedy coaching for public speaking because i've gotten uh, yeah i've gotten a lot of interest from from coaches and also just regular people i guess who a uh, toastmasters is not really working for them but they want to practice telling their story and holding the microphone and being confident in front of people they've told me i don't want to get on stage i don't want to be a comedian but i i've got some shit to work through yeah and comedy With me is a lot about the reframe, and where do you find the funny? Where do you find the light in darkness? I worked with a woman for three months. She was getting over a breakup, and Mm -hmm. she wrote a 15 minutes. I wish she would deliver it. It would be it's hysterical, but it to her she said it was that was what helped her really let go, and move past this relationship. Because I said, guess what? When you have the microphone, you get to change any detail of the story that you want. You are an entertainer. You can change what you need to change. To, you know, to convey your story. It's your time. And the truth
0: is as real as you want it to be when you're on stage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, something that I've done in my career for sales, you know, to kind of build confidence, to um, you know, be uncomfortable because I think we get stuck in the same conversations and the comfort zone. Um, as business owners. So something that I did with a friend of mine is we started going to improv class um, awesome. and it was terrifying. <laughs> it was so scary, but it it clicked, it checked all those boxes, got me up on stage, which was terrifying out of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. having to really think on the spot, which is great. If you're an entrepreneur, you have to be able to interact with different people, respond to different, you know, personalities, all of that. So yeah, I the huge value in what you were teaching, not only for comedians, but you know, for business owners, for, for anybody, mm-hmm. it's really valuable. So you're doing a huge service. I'm sure to a lot of people.
1: I, I love it. And I love getting to meet the different people who, who come across my way, as I'm sure those who I've hired, when I say, you know, I'm <laughs> a, I'm a comedy coach. Cause often in the coaching sector, there's a lot of overlapping of styles or the type of coach. I regularly hear, oh, you're the, okay you're the first one i i've had and i like that i'm happy to be the first
0: yeah. it's awesome <laughs> and it's- No, i'm not
1: the only i've seen other comedy coaches but i'm happy to be many of the professionals who i work with they're their first forte
0: yeah i think it's really unique um and that's what kind of drew me to it i was like no way oh this is so good it's so 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 good um so in addition to those wonderful things i know that you also have a a creative writing program
1: i do yes that was something that uh we worked on together (laughs) and i i love my creative writing program it um i it was evergreen for a while which little business jargon means it just lived on my website forever and people could buy it as as they chose um, I've kind of shifted gears and I've made it a more seasonal release. Um, I really love my writing program. It's it's intended to be a six week long program. Uh, mm-hmm. You're part of a cohort. Uh, again, you're able to submit writing submissions. And for example, some of the people I've had have submitted emails to me, like work emails, and they wanted to know how, like could they have written that better? Were they strong in their point of view? A lot of women I work with, we work at erasing the word I'm sorry, erasing the word when you get a chance, Mm -hmm. you know, in a minute or when, when your schedule clears up, if you have a moment, all these kind of phrases that I think within the business world and just being a woman in 2021, we don't need to be saying anymore. We shouldn't have been saying long before, but now it's, a lot of the women who I've been working with in the business sector, they are struggling to figure out, okay, well then how do I,
0: how do I say what I need?
1: And I'm like, we're gonna get there. It's gonna be quick and easy and it's gonna be uncomfortable. Yep. Uh, but some, uh, a game, I call it a game uh, that I like to play is start listening to the amount of times you or your female friends start their sentence with, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. it is it's very enlightening and eye-opening when you start listening for that uh now i love a good apology i love it i'll take it any day of the week you you, you've wronged me and you want to apologize please yes thank you sure i'll sit i'll listen but what i don't stand for is i'm sorry for existing So when i'm with my girlfriends and they start their sentences with oh i'm sorry but i say oh oh, what are you apologizing for Mm mm-hmm And that's, that's the easiest way to change that conversation because it's so subconscious. They're not even realizing they say it right They're Like, and you have to sit and think, okay, how do I rephrase what I want? Uh, So anyway, it's six weeks long. It is kind of go at your own pace, but it is designed to be done within six weeks. Mm -hmm. You are part of a cohort. You get a 100 page workbook that is freaking fire. It's so amazing. I just spent time redoing all of it and you get two one hour, one-on-one sessions with me. Uh, We scheduled around your schedule. I try to make myself very available to you. And then there is also a 90-minute live session at the end of the six weeks. And you're in it for life. So you could sign up, kind of go at your own pace, and tune in to every live 90-minute forever. And you'll always get that that time in addition to your one hour, your two one hours with me.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I love it. That's huge value. and I remember helping you build that and I just thought oh this is gonna be good <laughs> oh so good um okay so then last because I know you are very multi-passionate which I love um your newest business venture yes so I had the pleasure of seeing in action last week when I saw you in person mm-hmm. um tell me about the Santa Barbara baking besties Santa Barbara baking besties
1: we got our launch um the weekend, Super Bowl weekend, which I, I believe is the first weekend in February, so we're still fairly new on the scene, what was that, four months ago, oh my goodness, almost five months in, um, and that was born because I truly wanted to, I wanted to work with, with one of my friends, to be perfectly honest, she's incredibly skilled and talented, and I wanted to give her a platform, but also, uh it was a little self-serving, okay. I just didn't find any good brownies in town. I was just gonna put it out there, okay? They <laughs> they were all right, um, but I just felt there was a lot of settling going on, and I am not about that anymore, you know. And right. I wanted to give luxury products to my community, but make luxury accessible, mm-hmm. and that's really what is behind SB Baking Besties. Is that we bake love into every thing that we sent out. It is as if you're receiving a treat from your best friend. So we have beautiful, gorgeous two inch by two inch brownies. Like you look at them and think you should be able to share it, but then you take one bite <laughs> and you're like, nah, I'm not gonna, you should get your own. Um, and then we've also been able to make the entire product line vegan um, upon request. We have that function very easy on our website. Which we've heard such positive comments back from vegans in the community like you know they love their their date and nut pie concoctions but sometimes you know they want the feel of, of a little brownie ball or a an edible mm-hmm. cookie dough or something like that and we can do that in a way that meets their uh, their vegan needs and so all of our products are really inspired by the community by santa barbara and we just don't want anyone to have to settle anymore. It's we're past that. We're past that stage.
0: Yeah, I, I will tell you that what I bought from you last week um, was delightful beyond my wildest dreams. And then <laughs> I took some of them to an event that I was at, <laughs> and because sharing is caring, as you know. Yes. Um. And they were like, "What are these?" I'm like, "There's a sticker on on the packaging. Here's the website. You got to go." And they're like, "Oh my god! I had cookies." Uh, cake pops. What else did I get? Oh, and then you gifted me a really lovely jar of the edible cookie dough, which changed my life.
1: Yes. And we have brownie jars and cake jars. And yeah, we have cake jars, brownie pops, cake pops. We have a whole new product line coming out in the next couple of months. Um, I'm just really thrilled by that. I feel really good about what we've been able to provide to the community.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And it's women owned. And I just think it is together are just delightful. And I enjoyed meeting your business partner last week too. So that was very fun. Yes. Uh, So that's fantastic. So of all of these things, Samantha, since you are such a multi-passionate genius in all these (laughs) arenas, what is the one thing that you really want to share and promote right now? If you had to choose one.
1: If I had to choose one. Yes. Uh, I really would love to promote and make available to your listeners. um, The comedy coaching. It's so much more than something for comedians. It really helps you with your public speaking and with standing in your message and standing behind the story that you're telling because in in any type of conversation or communication, you're you're telling a story. Um, It also translates into your writing, meaning like your copy for your website, for your product, for your emails, for your Mm -hmm. text messages, you know? A little humor goes a long way, be it friendship, <laughs> romantic relationship, or otherwise. And so, with the comedy coaching, I do it in uh, eight week increments because I like to be able to work one on one with you and really see where you're at and see what goals you have for it. Um, I have I have lots of handouts and worksheets and fun homework. We call it fun work, but <laughs> I also, Tailor what we're working on to the goals the you side. It's an interactive program. All right, we're working one on one together. And um, in the fall, I'll be reopening a group program so that you'll be able to interact and engage with other members of the community to to share ideas and stories and, and give feedback, which I personally find really helpful. So the comedy coaching with Bear Cave Comedy is open and up and running. And um, I'm happy to also offer, strictly for Tech Champagne users only, a <laughs> Tech Champagne code, which will give you a surprise discount upon checkout.
0: Awesome. Mhm. I'll put that in the notes afterwards. Very cool. Um, and something I'm really proud to share: you sent me a text message not that long ago you know, we, we spent a lot of time work. You, you put in so much work, Samantha, when we were working together, it was just, you were so diligent about getting your work done, going above and beyond. What about this idea? What about that idea? Like, it was just like, you were on fire, just ready for this to explode. And I think it was so yeah. wonderful. So you sent me a text not that long ago and you said that you had, I think it was your first 10 K month in mm-hmm. your business and that yeah. you were on track for. 10k the the next month as well yes and, and I'm so pumped to hear this so tell me how that happened I would love to share
1: oh well before that I was uh, definitely doing between five and eight so I was doing really really well um mm-hmm. but when I was looking at my numbers coming in I, I I mean I ran them so many times I was like is this really happening and then I ran it for the next month I'm like this is really happening like this is a consistent oh my gosh so how that happened, I do think some of it was manifestation. i had set a goal that I wanted to do a certain number of shows. I wanted to sell a certain number of kits, wanted to have a certain, like I put out into the universe, the things that needed to happen in my life mm-hmm. to hit that goal. And I really surrendered to the universe. I thought, you know, if I get close to the goal, at least I put it out there. I've, I'm doing what I can to bring that in. But how that happened was really strong word of mouth referrals. Uh, People were kind of flying into my inbox saying, you know, I got a call from this student affairs professional and this one has everything. I know student affairs people, nobody maze more than student affairs. If they like you, they're going to tell all their friends. If they don't like you, they're going to tell all their friends. So I try and deliver really strong um, performance, really great follow-up. I always thank everybody for booking us and let them know about how to book in the future, and I was really aggressive, but in a very targeted way of the marketing that I employed to get this business, and name out, and all of my offerings out, so awesome, I get, I, there's no real, like, simple answer, or like, you know, quick fix, it was, I was, I was very diligent, I manifested, I was very clear on what I wanted, and I really believed it would happen, you know, I didn't sleep through the month and all of a sudden $10,000 came into my bank account. <laughs> I, right. I put I put in the work, but you know, like, did I go hiking in the middle of the day? Yeah. Did I not wake up with an alarm because I don't feel like I need to, to run my own business? Yes.
0: <laughs> That's the <laughs> also, best.
1: Did I work sometimes until 3 a.m. because you're, I was just like so focused. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: That happens. I, I made a post recently and then I went to, um, I want you to share how people can find you next. But yes. I made a post recently about return on investment because you've just kind of sparked that memory for me. Um, I said, is, return, is ROI for you as a business owner always financial? Because it's not for me, but I think in the beginning it was. You know, we think in terms of I'm going to spend 10K on a coach. I need to make 10K plus profit back in order right. to know that was worth it. And you just said... Did I not set an alarm? To me, that is that's a return on my investment. You know, I have not had an alarm clock in my home in 10 years. Have not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't done it. I mm-hmm. wake up when I wake up. I also have a dog who wakes up early. He typically is the alarm, but you know, I'm I'm certainly not getting up on someone else's schedule to do things for someone else that I don't want to be doing. So I love that exactly. example of not having an alarm. To me, that's a return on investment. So you 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 made a comment too on that post. I don't recall exactly what it was, but it was. Somebody- it was about time freedom that I feel yes. like, yes, bills need to be
1: paid. I don't live in a, a utopian where everything is just handed <laughs> to me. Although if someone's handing out tickets to that place, I, I'll go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my time freedom, like most of July, I'm doing a lot of traveling, but I'm able to to work wherever I go. Mm-hmm. And so many, th- like all the friends I'm visiting, you know, they have to request the time off and make sure that that's approved. And I understand. I did that life for a very long time, and it served me very well. But like, I don't have to ask anybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Ooh, that's
0: good.
1: it's <laughs> an it's an incredible feeling. It feels limitless. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I will say this, I've, I've texted you more than once about this, but working with you, my ROI, my ROI working with you was a hundred percent financial. I was like, this is an investment and I, I, I need this. I need this back Mm -hmm. and I have made it back. Not, not quite 10 times over, but we're getting there, but I've, I've made it back and I know I've set myself up to make it back 10 times over.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I knew that I needed one-on-one versus group, although I love being a part of a group because it keeps me motivated, but I knew I needed one-on-one because of how my mind works. I needed someone once a week who was dedicated to me and said, did you do this? Let's review what you did. And I am so glad that I trusted what I needed and did what I needed because I don't, I don't know if I would be where I am now if I didn't do that. And I don't see it as risk at all. I mean, I guess, but it was just all investment. If I don't believe I'm worth the investment, why on earth would anybody else believe my product, my entertainment, my productions are worth their investment?
0: Oh, I love that. That's a very powerful thing to say. I love it. Got I love it. that. That's a great statement to have at, at towards the end here of our little chat. I love yes. it. Um, okay. So now where, where can people find Samantha Behrman? Yes. So the
1: easiest way to find me is samanthabearman.com. So S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A-B as in boy, E-A-R-M-A-N.com. That's where you're going to find access to everything else. But if you're also on Instagram, get ready. There's a litany of Instagram handles coming at you. Uh, Sam Bear Comedy. Uh, If you want a little tickle in your belly, a little little laughter through your day, that's the best place to, to get that. I'm also, of course, on Facebook any handle I give you for Instagram, it's, I've got them everywhere, just type it in and everything for me will pop up. The Sand Bear Comedy for your laughing needs, um, for the writing program, which we talked a bit about, it's, that one's a bit longer, it's the period Samantha period Bearman. and mm-hmm. then for all of your baking needs, and we are shipping now, S.B. Baking Besties. Um, I love alliteration, so you can blame me for that. But also if you just Google SB Baking Besties, will come up and let your besties do the baking. Okay,
0: you don't need to settle. <laughs> you're so awesome. Well, thank you, my dear. I so have loved chatting with you. And I just love that everything's opening back up again and I can see you in person again and give you a big hug. And it's just been really, really nice connecting with you over the last few years and seeing your growth. It's just so lovely. And I appreciate everything that you're putting out into the world right now. It's all phenomenal.
1: Thank you so much. Well, thank you for this opportunity. And, you know, you you help so many people. I think a lot of women really step into the life that we all can have. And you get paid for it. And I mean, golly.
0: Golly. I, I know about you, but I wake
1: up every day and go, this is my life? Like, yes,
0: please. I'll take yeah, it. Doesn't it feel, it just feels good. It just feels good. Yes, it does. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my dear. Well, I hope to see you again in person very soon, but I know I definitely will talk to you soon. Thank you for taking the time to be here today. Um, And I'll see you on the interwebs. All righty, (laughs) bye. All right, bye, darling. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.